listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey, ladies, welcome to Nonstop Mom. This is Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Thank you again for joining me this week. So last week, I um, had the honor of doing a Zoom call with two pastor's wives uh, that I am close friends with, and they pastor, um, Pastor Rhonda Spencer, who pastors uh, the church in his tabernacle in Horseheads, New York, and then Pastor Jamie Hutchings, which pastors the other, uh, his tabernacle branch up in New Brunswick, Canada. And we decided last week, since we're all kind of stuck indoors and can't go anywhere, to do a girls' night in, and we did it on Facebook Live, and we did kind of an interview style, and I really um, thought the questions were good and the answers (laughs) were even better to build your faith. And so I decided to make uh, this week um, the podcast uh, interview style. So joining me on this podcast is going to be the three of us, uh, Pastor Rhonda Spencer, Pastor Jamie Hutchings, and myself. And so some of the questions that were asked um, on this uh, podcast this week would be things like, uh, what are scriptures that we've been standing on during this season? And so the three of us go ahead and lay out some um, foundation scripture that are things you can stand on during this time, during this time that has really changed for everybody, where things seem to be extremely uh, different, and you've got a lot of questions, and things are racing through your mind, and you've had to change up a lot of your family life and your work life. Um, So some of the questions that were asked, what are scriptures that we've been standing on during this season? Um, How have we been guarding our thoughts our thought life during this season. That's really important. I love the answers from this question because guarding our thought life will determine um, our path that we take, our choices that we make. So that's really um, an important question. Um, also, what do we do with our time? What, how, like, how does our devotion time look? Where, when do we get a chance to spend some time with the Lord? What, what do we do? What are we reading? What are some good books that we're reading that we could recommend to you? Also, what are some songs uh, that are recommended to keep you in that praise atmosphere? All of it, this is important. And listen, I stress because it's important not only when the world is in a crisis, But getting in this routine and the things that we talk about, favorite scriptures, how do we guard our thoughts, what are some songs that we're listening to, what are some books that we are reading, it all sets us up to be prepared so we are constantly ready for any situation. So whether it seems great outside in the world or whether like right now the world can't make up its mind and what the heck is going on and it seems like everything seems fine but not fine, numbers are not adding up, things that are being said doesn't make sense, what do we believe? What are we going after? What report? What 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 are we even doing with our thoughts and, and what we are taking control of? So this is a, it's a great faith-building interview of a Zoom call that I did last week um, that 
that I really wanted you to be a part of. And so take some time, listen to this, uh, and, and get the scriptures, get the things we said in your spirit. And if you have any questions about it, make sure to reach out. Reach out to me. My Instagram is Carolyn Shuttlesworth. My Facebook, Nonstop Mom. Send me a message on there. Go to my website, uh, nonstopmom.net. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, So make sure you get a chance to listen, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, write down um, all of our answers, what we said. And if, like I said, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. So we'll start with this. Carolyn, what are some scriptures that you've been standing on during this season? Um, One of the ones that... Look what I brought, actually. Ooh. Yes, <laughs> I was a little bit prepared. <laughs> no, one of the ones that I stand on a lot is um, if you go to First Samuel two one. I would use my phone and be a lot faster. But First Samuel two one, Hannah's prayer. My heart rejoices in the Lord. Oh, how the Lord has blessed me. Now I have an answer for my enemies as I delight in your deliverance. No one is holy like you, Lord. There's no one beside you. You are a rock like our God. So it just goes to show you that we can go through something that seems so uh, terrible to the world. And I'm not like dumbing down the people that have been sick or have died, but as a Christian, we are to stand tall and be like, I have an answer yeah. for my enemies. So that's one verse that I, I stand on a lot and for most situations because I, um, I've had a lot of thinking to do in the last month. <laughs> <laughs> Deep thoughts with Carolyn. Probably more than normal. <laughs> um, but I, I like nothing about this situation concerns me, mm. nothing bothers me. It's more like a righteous anger that burns mm. with inside of me because to see the way that some Christians are even acting during this, it just goes to show you, Hannah went through a terrible situation, but she had strength. She praised the Lord. She stood strong on everything. And she had an answer for her enemies. She wasn't wondering what the heck's going to go on with her family. Am I going to make it? Can I do this? Can I homeschool? You know, where, where's the money going to come from? It, it doesn't, doesn't matter because we knew that even in the old Testament, uh, when the Ravens came or the manna was brought, it it was always the children of God were provided for Mm. without always knowing where the provision was going to come from. So that's something that. that like, we have to realize as a child of God, there's a benefits package that we get within our covenant. You know, we trust yeah. in so many things. We get insurances for cars. We get in health insurance. We get all this stuff. And within that um, ins- insurance package is all the benefits that we pay for. Well, we already had someone that we're celebrating this weekend for that paid for everything. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it always boggles my mind when I wonder like, why is everybody not living in the benefits of everything that they have? You know, I just did a podcast the other day and I made this um, example in there. And I said, you don't go to your own birthday party and see a table with presents on there and just say, Oh Jesus. Oh my God. Those presents. I believe they're mine. I receive it in the name of Jesus. It's like, no, 
You just walk over to the table. It's your birthday party. Your name's on the package. You take it home with you. Mm. So that's the same way we have to realize and that I've been, you know, even standing on even stronger in this month is I have an answer for my enemies. I have an answer for coronavirus. I have an answer for depression. I have an answer for lack of finances. I have an answer for everything that opposes my God. I love that. That's so good. Uh, what about you, Pastor Rhonda? That is excellent, Carolyn. Such good information. My go-to is always all things work together for good to those who love God. Uh, I just love that scripture so much. So no matter what's going on, that means in the valley, that means on the mountaintop, that's, it's easy to say those things when everything is great, but it's when it feels like around you, it's not, it's still that promise that all things, this is going to work out for my good. And I've been declaring that. And it's what we speak is what we're going to receive. So I'm coming out of this and everything I've ever gone through better than I went in. All things work together for good. Now, that's not the end of the scripture. It it would be nice. I mean, that means everything good would always happen to everybody. But it says to those who love God. That's important. And I pray that in this time, like many of us have, it's I believe this has been a great awakening. I'm, it's been awakening for me, just the, just the power of how things can change that quickly. I don't think that I realized how quickly life could change in just a blink. Um, so it's been an awakening and, yeah. you know, um, we have to be careful of what we are speaking out and we have to be declaring Whatever we sow is what we're going to reap. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. This time, we need to be putting faith in. It is impossible to please God without faith. Yeah. And, and that's in this time, too. You know, I mean, we have to have faith that everything's going to work out. I, I've said it before. I don't care if manna has to be delivered from heaven. I believe it would be. Yeah. And if we have to go fishing for a coin <laughs> in a fish's mouth, then... It's going to happen. Yeah. We Absolutely. don't have to worry about anything. It's all going to work out for our good. And we can yeah. use this time to be developing our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the scriptures that I love is the one, um, every action is weighed. Yeah. And it's 1 Samuel 2, 3. Talk no more, talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth for the Lord is the God of knowledge and by him actions are weighed. So we have to make sure we're aware that everything we're saying and doing in this time is imperative. Your whatever you're planting with your words is what's going to come out. So let's start declaring good things. Let's gonna let's declare that we're going to be ahead at the end of this. God's children prosper in these times. It, it all through the word of God, we see prosperity for the children of God in in times of famine and and um, when it's rough. We see God's children prosper, and so I just want to declare to you all things are going to work out for your good. If you love God. I love that. And you know, I know for us in our home and for me, it's been be anxious for nothing, like for no thing. Don't let anything get you stirred up. Like you just got to rest on the promises of God. And pastor Rhonda, you had said this before faith is but a theory until it's tested. Right. Yeah. This is a moment where, you know, you really see what you're made of faith wise. And if, you know, 
if you're not happy with the results, if you're really feeling like you're in fear, it's okay. The Bible says faith comes through hearing and hearing the word of God. So it's not like you're stuck where you're at. Amen. You know, you a strategy and a plan to plow forward, you know, and it's, it's just, it can be an exciting time if you're developing, like you just said, another question, yeah. how have you been guarding your thought life? Can I, time? can I say oh, yeah. something real quick? Because, because and there's no button to raise hands. So I'm raising my hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like what you just said about uh, if you're not at that level of faith, because a lot of arguments that I'll, I'll hear from people are, you know, you can't say that about somebody about, you know, it makes you look like you're better and, and they take it out of context because, mm. but the Bible all throughout it, it talks about it. I mean, Jesus rebuked his disciples at one point. Yeah. Oh, you have great faith. Oh, you have little faith. Oh, you have no faith. So there are different levels. So women that you're watching, if you feel like, oh man, I'm just not like up, up there yet. I can't, you know, shake this. I, it still bothers me. Just like, like pastor uh, Jamie was saying to go into it and go after it because you just have to get the revelation and the wisdom of what the Bible says. Cause there's many people who can just sit down and read the Bible. There's many people who can quote the Bible, but there's yeah. a difference when you have the wisdom and revelation of the word of God. It's like a light bulb that goes yeah. on within your spirit, man. So don't ever feel like, Oh, I'm just, kicking the dirt and I'm at this lower level of faith and I'll never be where my pastor is and I'll never be where so-and-so is, but that's not true because there's no cap to your faith for the, for the rest of your life Amen. until the Lord comes back. So Amen. even the ministers right now that have even greater faith than me, I'm striving to go after what they have mm. and to keep going higher and reaching it higher. So don't be discouraged. You can increase your faith until the Lord comes back. That's awesome. Amen. Um, amen. Here's another one. How have you been guarding your thought life during this time? Because, you know, the mind really is that place where the enemy can run wild and you can't just leave it to chance about, you know, I heard it said once, uh, check your thoughts, the signature, uh, check the signature on your thoughts. They may not be your own. You know, there's a lot of time there's thoughts Ooh. rolling through your mind that are not your thoughts. And the enemy's trying to plant things. So what has been your strategy in this season? Because there's no lack of fear trying to be injected in all of us. How have you been guarding your mind at this, at this fun time of life? I'll let Pastor Rhonda go first. I defer. Okay. So, so of course, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, another great passage is we demolish arguments in every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought. I hmm. love this and make it obedient to Christ. And you know, that love is, that. it's not a one-time thing. It's not That's like, Oh, true. I'm just going to be a pro at this. It's every yeah. time a negative thought or fear or worry or doubt come in that we have to arrest it and make it obey God. And I was talking last night on our live that the devil is the father of lies. Yeah. You know, it's, whatever he's whispering in your ear, you know that that's a lie. And actually yeah. the opposite is what's true about your life. So in, in this time, I, isolation is a serious thing. Um, yeah. It's one of the side things of depression and we have it in the flip-flop. We're not depressed, but we have been put in this isolation. And in this time, of isolation, the enemy is going to come in and try because you have so much time on your yeah. hands. 
He's going to come in and try to whisper in your ear that you're not good enough, that you're not strong enough, that you don't have enough faith. He's going to be whispering in your ear. But the thing that we can know is the devil is the father of lies. So when you hear those things, you know, that's not your thought. And that's definitely not God's thought. God came in. We could have abundant life. It's the devil that comes to steal, kill and destroy. So we know that he's a liar. And so I love to remind him when those stupid thoughts come up in my mind, you're such a liar. You're just <laughs> a liar. You know, you can't pull that on me. You're a liar. So just make, reminding myself of the enemy, his tactics. It says to be aware of what he's going to yeah. try to do. So in this time w- where people are being isolated, um, the enemy is going to be working, seeking whom he may devour. He's like a roaring lion. So we have to be very alert and attentive to the thoughts that we have and making them. I think the best thing for us to do is to get in the word of God every time. Anytime you start feeling uh, sort of a a specific way that's negative or uh, doubt or fear, get right into the word of God because that will build your faith back up and let you know the devil is a liar. Oh, I just, I've just been telling him back. You know, you're a liar. You are a liar. And actually I'm going to opposite of that (laughs) as my truth. That's awesome. What about you, Carolyn? I would say your thoughts. Yep. What just came to me when you asked that was Psalms one. I'm going to start with two, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. That's the thing Pastor Rhonda was just saying. We have to meditate on the word day and night. I know society has made meditating an ugly word, but it's not something that we have to do. So meditate on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Their leaves never wither and prosper in all they do. So it just goes to show me that no matter what the season is, no matter what's going on around you, as long as you are planted along the riverbed with the flowing river of water of life flowing to you, you cannot uh, have lack. You cannot be without. You cannot have to go through this law. Every season can be prosperous. Every season you can work hard at something, put your hand to, learn something new, grow. So it just goes to show you that bearing fruit would be your manifestation in each season. So it doesn't matter that, you know, I'm, I, I'm actually taking this time off the road. It feels weird to be home this long, but <laughs> busting out some major things that God has given me, like God ideas, desires that he's placed in my heart to do that I'm getting ready to launch and things like that. So I'm going to utilize this time to work hard and do what God's called me to do and ask him, you know, there's lots of things that. Uh, ladies that you're watching that maybe God's asked you to do and you've never even done it before. You thought maybe you didn't have time. We'll use this as an avenue to open up to you. You don't know. What if it brings you extra income? You know, even when, even when the economy and stuff opens up again, he's, he just wants to see you prosper and see you um, increase in every area of your life at all times. So he's got something for you to do. And you just need to activate it and ask God, what is it in this season? You, you said, I'm never going to lack. I'm never going to go through a law. Jesus Christ is my savior and I don't have to go through crisis. What is it that you have for me to do to get me to another level? And so I believe in Psalm, in Psalm one, it was telling us there that I will bear fruit in each season. It doesn't matter what's going on around me. 
My leaves will never wither and I will prosper in all I do. It's powerful. It shows it literally in every question that I'm probably going to hit tonight. Really, it always does come back to the word of God. Like knowing your weapon in this fight is vital. My slogan that I've been living off of for the past probably two years now is I can't lose for winning. In every season, even if it looks like a loss, it is a setup for me to win because I'm a child Amen. of claim that. And so that really has been my, you know, what I've confessed in many situations, you know, just like David and Goliath, you know, I can't lose for winning. Winning is always my destination. It doesn't matter Amen. how it looks right now. Um, is there anything you guys have stopped doing during this season to protect your faith? Anything you have not been doing that you thought, you know, I'm just going gonna, gonna to hold off on that right now? <laughs> Absolutely. That's an easy one. I have stopped watching the news. <laughs> I didn't watch it before this and I didn't continue to um, turn it on. Um, also, I've stayed off a lot of Facebook. Um, I've stayed off a lot of the comments on Facebook. I just, I actually don't even have any interest in it. It's, yeah. it's not something that I have been drawn to. Um, I care more what the Lord has to say in this season than what the world has to say. And That's what can you try besides the word of God? It's true. When that thumb gets a scrolling, you can't unsee what could plant fear in you. And then all of a sudden, you didn't intend on planting fear in you. But because you let your thumb do its own thing, all of a sudden now fear is planted in you. And now you've got to work and up your game even more to outroot that thing. And so that is a, a pretty wise thing. <laughs> See, this is real life. Carolyn, I love that your kids are there. Hello. I don't know which. <laughs> uh, this is little Teddy right now. Teddy, you want to say hi to the ladies? Teddy. I love you, Teddy. Say hi to Pastor Rhonda and Pastor Jamie. Hurry up. Come say hi. Come say hi, hi to us, handsome. <laughs> hi, Teddy. Hi. Aww. <laughs> Was that Nutella? In pretzels. Oh, Man, after my own heart. <laughs> um, what have you guys been uh, rocking out to praise and worship wise what has kept you in thanksgiving in praise uh, kept your focus right because a, a praiser you know can never stay down right so what have you been praising to absolutely um uh eddie james actually has a new album out called live that he just did with daniel kalinda over in africa oh, and that was awesome. released a couple months ago so that that one's really good and he has a an awesome praise break at the end uh of that CD that I jam all the time to. Um, the other day when I was just worshiping in my room while I was putting away laundry, because I had to worship because I hate putting away laundry. Yes. And I was supposed to preach. Thank the Lord that I had clothes to wear and not be mad about putting away laundry. No, <laughs> I was, um, I love Tasha Cobbs, You Know My Name. Yes. I love, I love, I love that song. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's, I mean, obviously, you know, with, my husband, we have lots of music going on all the time. Well, I thought you were going to say my number one favorite worship album to listen to. Shuttlesworth Jr.? <laughs> it's my husband. Is probably what you should have said. I'm just saying. No, he he can't hear me, there. so I'm safe. That's okay. He's busy right now. He's busy <laughs> worshiping. There you go. What about you, Pastor Rhonda? I feel like I could guess your answer, but I want to let you have your moment. <laughs> You know, you know, it's Binion. There's a knew shifting it. and a changing. Yeah, I'm just declaring it every day, looking and expecting it. But 
one of my latest ones, my daughter-in-law actually put together uh, a playlist. Mindy put together a playlist for all of us. And it is just awesome. It's a whole bunch of different music and I just love it. So Mindy's playlist is what it's called. Um, I don't know the name of all the songs, but it's a lot of just awesome high praise, you know, yeah. and this time it's really good to have some high praise going on. And then of course, um, my husband has been doing some oldies with the guitar and that's always uh, one of my favorite things is when he sings oldies. those oldies mm -hmm. and it's yeah. been awesome time. Does he even have like many, um, like a many different verses or anything, but they're just so anointed. Yeah. Amen. Yes. There's and a song easy. that we've been really um, pushing at the church called Faith Sees from the Binion. Ooh. And Faith yes. Sees a Miracle Looking for a Home. Oh my gosh. Like, whoo. Yep. It's hard That's to ask. Awesome. Who, who sings that? The, uh, uh, David and Nicole Binion's. Is it on their newest CD? Yeah, so they've only released three songs. It's Waterfalls, Living Proof, and um, okay. Seas. But when this whole thing first hit, I don't know, it's almost a month ago now, it was like that song exploded on me. Like that was the song that I felt like this is my song to walk through this in. And it was all about, you know, Faith Sees a Miracle Looking for a Home. And I love it. You know, like it just, if ever you need to really get your focus in the right place, I know for me. Pastor that was Jamie, it. did you do that one? Did you see, think oh, yeah. on um, a Facebook? Uh, on Facebook? Yeah, I think so. I think I heard that. Phenomenal song. You should yeah, do it again. There's a really good song. Um, Jamie, you've probably heard it called Never Lost by Eve Elevation Worship. Oh, I don't know if I have. Oh, you haven't? All right, listen to I will. it after this. I will. Now that's a good faith song right there. I love it. It's called Never Lost by Elevation Worship. It's on their new newest album. I don't listen to all their music, um, but that one, I'm really picky what I listen to. Rightfully so. And ladies, <laughs> be picky. If, if one sentence is not doctrinally correct, toss it gotta go because Amen. that thing will get in your spirit man and then all of a sudden you start thinking things are okay and you start allowing things to be okay don't no. i am notorious what we're writing I, I've always done that at church. I've always rewritten. Like if there's been a song that's, you know, yeah, it's Teddy so good, too. And I'll just like, eh, we'll just change that. And sometimes it's <laughs> just a little word, but I'm like, I'm not going to be responsible for my people confessing something that's going to detriment their faith. That's not, that's not absolutely. <laughs> yep. It's, that's good. That's what you Ted know, will do that too with stuff. The ladies that are online watching, you know, if you have any questions uh, for any yes. of the incredible powerhouses that we're talking to today, um, I want to hear you know, from you. Yeah, let's let's hear it so we can see if you guys have any questions. I'll ask you guys another question just while we're waiting because sometimes it takes a second um, to, to pull them up. Um, okay, what about this? Has physical fitness been helpful to you in this season? <laughs> as a de-stressor, as keeping your focus right? Um. I, I, I kind of work out anyway, so it hasn't, hasn't changed too much. I will say the one thing I have been doing more because we can't do much right now is bike rides. So like I'll take yeah. at least 10 mile or more bike rides and I just go around the city. I go down to the Everglades and ride on the levee and look for gators. I am obsessed with gators. I, <laughs> I want to hunt them. 
So I, it's a good, good thing that I live in Florida. But I, you should see me when you take me to the Everglades. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I want to get down there. And they're like, Carolyn, you're nuts. Get away from the water. <laughs> I love air stage intervention. Like, love all that stuff. Just, just someone take me alligator hunting already. <laughs> I know. Me too. Um, I want to go. Yeah. I am so jealous. See, you're down there in warm, sunny Florida. So bike riding would be beautiful. Swimming in the pool. You can fly down. So you can my like sense of a exercise 50 bucks flight is right now. Zero. Yeah, come on I could go up to my elliptical machine upstairs, but that's rather boring and dreadful. So um, exercise has not been my coping mechanism or has not helped me at all. Maybe I told you I didn't prep them at all. I just asked them, you know, Hey, you want to hang out uh, on what days? I don't even know anymore. Uh, Carolyn, (laughs) this might be one for you. Uh, How do you keep uh, your prayer life, your word life hot in this season when you have kids around all the time? What is your strategy in keeping God first? Because it's, it's different. Life is very different for people right now. So what do you personally do to help I keep God number one. Well, one thing is I make sure I get up early before everyone else. I I used to try to do it at night and lots of times if Ted would travel without me and I was like, you know, the single parent and doing bed by the time bedtime came around, I was ready to like crawl in bed myself and vegetate. (laughs) And so like trying to read. So I'll, I'll read some at night. So after I put the kids a little bit, I'll read, but it's more like a relaxation read rather than, um, a study I'm taking notes reading, you know what I mean? So I'll read like Bishop Oedepo's books and stuff on faith and, but I'll just do it in bed in like relaxed mode. And then, um, in the morning I set my alarm to make sure, because I got to the point where it's like, I need some time before I start the day of everybody. I need breakfast. You know, I homeschool two out of the three kids. So it's like, (laughs) then we start school. Then I have ministry work and I'm doing stuff for nonstop mom and miracle work kids. So my day is full, but I will say, but there does come a point, you know, as your kids get a little bit older, where you have to let them know you need a little bit of me time. Yeah. So it's not going to kill your kids to watch a show for 30 minutes or an hour. And yeah. you're like on the patio or at the table or something where you have to read. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they will survive without your undivided attention for a little bit. And I, I mean, I say it like that because I know people that's like, I can't do this. I can't take a shower. It's like, why? <laughs> please do. Please, please shower. We please encourage take it. a shower. <laughs> so you, you have to learn to find that balance and also let your kids just the same way that I tell my kids, dad and I are going out tonight. We're going on a date or it's bedtime. Oh, please. I want to stay up. Can we watch a movie in your bed? You know, some nights we do that, but it's now daddy and I time. We're going to have our time together. So it's the same thing with, you know, I need to go read. I need to go do this and take a little time throughout your day. But, you know, everybody has time for something. And I, and I figured that out. I also know great advice that my mother-in-law gave me because when I did have babies, I would get to see her read and her have, you know, she had time and my husband, he just disappears whenever he wants. So it's like when he wants to go off and study, he can just go and shut the door. Nobody bangs on the door to try to find out what happened to dad. It's just dad's gone. We're, we're, okay, where's mom? You know what I mean? And so I can't do that. But I used to like kind of feel down and out. And, you know, my mother-in-law, Bonnie, would always just encourage me. And she's like, listen, this is just a season. Yeah. Do what you can 
with what you have. If you have a little baby and you can't spin, you know, you can't do what Ted's doing. You can't go off for two hours and have that time. That's just something you can't do. But God's called you in your position to be a mother. He's called you to raise these kids. He's called you. He'll impart to you. You're never going to miss out. And so when I got that revelation and as the seasons changed, then I incorporated more of a devotional life that worked with what I could do. But I just knew you always had to do something. I mean, we can, one of the best things we can do, if you've got little ones and you're watching, is get the revelation of verses in the Bible. Don't set yourself up for failure to have a goal like, I'm going to get up and I'm going to read 15 15 chapters or whatever. I don't know. Say five chapters. Okay, five chapters. I'm going to get up and read five chapters. And you get in verse 10 of the first chapter. Somebody wakes up and we yeah. start breakfast and then you're like super bummed with yourself and you're mad about it. So I'm like, you're mm-hmm. grumpy. Nobody knows why you're grumpy and you've just set a terrible tone for the rest of the day for everybody. Cause you're mad about it. Don't do that. Just get the revelation of pieces of the word of God. And then when you have time, you can fill in the blanks because there's lots of just one verses that people really need to get in their spirit yeah. in order to succeed in life. And they're more worried about reading my five chapter a day goal than getting the revelation of a verse. You know what I mean? Acts 10 38, Jesus went around healing all that were oppressed. Okay. All. So people will argue with you on healing and it's like, but there's not one person you turned away in the Bible and Jesus Mm -hmm. heals all still heals all did heal all. So we have to get the revelation. So if you just wrote down Acts 10 38 and posted it on your mirror and understood that verse, Get that in your spirit for two weeks. That's good. You don't have to have these major goals and then feel defeated because you didn't have a great devotion life. That's really good. And I do think the key is, is that getting up early piece. I know people hate it when I say that, but I know like when I went back to work, that was the game changer for me was having that, you know, time first thing in the day to make sure, because then that positioned me for the day. And, you know, and I, when I have a kid, you know, the baby that's different, I can't tell her, you know, suck it up, go back to bed. Um, right. I would say, go make your own sandwich, you little nine month old. <laughs> but with my other two, if they come upstairs and, you know, Summer will attest to this, I'll be like, you, you need to go and do something else. This is mom's time with the Lord. This is an important time. And I would guard that, you know, because it is, it sets you up and it sets your household up. It's so true. We had a yeah. question. Um, how are you doing with time? What, like, what are you doing? Um, maybe I'll direct this at pastor Rhonda. Um, like she's asking crafts. What are you reading? Like, what are you doing to fill, to fill your day? Uh, well, definitely a lot of YouTube um, is what I've been doing. I, I love reading, but there's so many great YouTubes out. Um, Oya Depo, Copeland, um, Hagen, just, there's so many, I've just been taking this time, taking advantage of YouTube to be able to build my faith in that way and listen to these amazing men of God um, just speak. And one of the things that my husband and I both have been saying is we're not just listening to them one time because like Carolyn was saying, it's not quantity, it's how much you're getting out of it. And we're actually listening to them four and five times every YouTube so that I can just glean one great portion out of that YouTube. Um, So YouTube, we've been getting projects done at the house, um, stuff that we always said we would do if we had more time, of course. 
Um, <laughs> and you know, it's, it's really just been great. The grandkids doing crafts and fun stuff with them is always awesome. So yeah, it's actually, it's been a nice break from the high speed life that we normally live that I wouldn't have chose. I, I like the high speed life mm-hmm. a lot, yeah. but it's been nice to have time to really, really absorb a lot of great teaching um, and a lot of great praise and worship. So the houses I'm sure are all extra clean and um, <laughs> uh, unless you have kids in the house, let's just yeah. clarify What's that? the amount uh, I clean. Uh, yes. Yes. It right. should be. It should He's be. He's clean. He. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, okay. Uh, why don't we, we'll wrap up with this question. Um, is, and, and can I just give you guys a shout out for taking your time to do this? This is just, I'm just reading some of the comments, people saying, um, you just made me feel so good. I've been feeling guilty for just sitting in revelation. Things are sitting and storing and absorbing so good. Thank you. So for that, what you were talking about, Carolyn, that really, that just set somebody free, you know? They've given up and they're saying not now. So thank you so much. Like you guys are just such a, a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. I'm enjoying this. I want to hear from you ladies. If you guys have questions and stuff while we're on, like Pastor Jamie said, this is your time. Girls night in. Listen, yes. you got nowhere else to be. You know, it was so fun to have something Nothing to get ready to for. Watch. I don't even hear Ted singing anymore. Get off the broadcast <laughs> and get over here. <laughs> uh, okay. We're waiting for any other questions. Um, I had another one. Why should uh, Christians be able to enjoy peace right now? Why should we be living it up despite all the crazy? So why should we be able to be at peace? And actually, you know, you ladies have just described that you're actually enjoying yourselves. You're accomplishing things. What gives you that right to be enjoying a quarantine? My immediate answer to that is super easy. This resurrection weekend that we're celebrating, that's a part of the cross, the package. It says the chastisement for our peace was upon him. So it's what he died on the cross for. It's no coincidence that this is a season that we're walking in right now is um, the resurrection season. He died so that we could walk in peace every single day, no matter what, if it's a great day or if it's a rough day, he died. He paid that tremendous price so that we could have peace. We absolutely, if we aren't enjoying the peace, we're missing out on the benefits package that he purchased for us. Yeah, amen. What about when you, you were talking, Oh, I was gonna say, when you were just mentioning, you know, peace, this just came to me because I was writing this verse down the other day in John 14, 27. I actually have two verses here. I'm leaving with you a gift. This is in red mm. letters, ladies. So directly <laughs> from the voice, the mouth, of Jesus. I'm leaving you with a gift. So think about it this way, something directly given to you from the Lord, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. So I love that song. It always makes me think of the song. Um, the world didn't give it and the world can't take yeah. it away because you can't take away something that you didn't give. You yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't a gift. I didn't give something to my daughter. And then I'm like, well, you misbehave. I'm taking it back. (laughs) It's not, it's not from the world. The world knows nothing about it. They're in complete chaos. As you can see on the news, nobody can agree on anything. 
numbers don't match. Everything's just off and it's nothing you can believe, but you can believe in the peace that's given to us. That's supernatural. So remember that in John 14, 27, it's a gift directly from the Lord that he gave to you that the world can't take it away. A peace of heart and of mind. And then if you go over to Psalm four, um, yes, man, you need a shower. What? It's your back. I'm not doing anything right now or anything. <laughs> See Pastor Rhonda? Hello. Hi, beautiful. I love Hi. you. Yay. You were talking to Sophie at the craft party this morning. Um, oh. And then Psalm 4, 3, I love. And I was just reading it. I love Psalms a lot. And I've, I've actually learned to love it even more in the last, not even this month, like I would say in the last part of this year, just reading it over and over again. In Psalm 4, 3, you can be sure of this. The Lord set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will answer when I call. I so it's profitable to, to, to be a child of God. You're not like everybody else. You shouldn't look like everybody else. Amen. Not to look like any anyone else in this world he's redeemed us from that so someone who's not redeemed we shouldn't be looking like them we shouldn't be talking like them we shouldn't be acting like them so it it, you can have that peace just looking at psalm 4 knowing that the lord set apart the godly for himself so we are set apart and 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 it's profitable to live for the lord with the gift of peace of heart and mind that he gave to us that's awesome Man, it it does come back to knowing the word, right? Like when you know the word of God, it builds a defense around you, around your mind, around your heart. And you just, it's amazing in a season of complete chaos. It, it, it is astounding. And I feel so blessed that I can just be at peace, you know, that I don't have to be up and down and and be, it's an incredible feeling. It is. It's an, it, it's I mean, it's slightly indescribable supernatural yeah. peace. It is so calming that you can just sleep, you know what I yeah. mean? And not worry about a single thing and sit on your couch and enjoy your children. I mean, it's, it's a game changer in your yeah. life to have supernatural peace. I love that. Somebody was asking, um, are there any good, what book recommendations? Pastor Rhonda, you had mentioned a few. Something to be reading during this season. Okay, so reading, oh, there's so many good. First, let's just say I'm going to give a shout out to Carolyn's husband, Ted Shuttlesworth Jr., Blood on the Door. I yes. mean, oh, so that's one of my favorite to be reading that yeah. book. Um, well, talking about books, Pastor Jamie has a brand new book that's out, <laughs> Who You Are While You Wait. I actually got mine. In. Oh. So if you don't have it yet, order it. You can get it. <laughs> And is Carolyn right? Why is that? Because I'm an American. I don't get a copy yet. Is it on Amazon? Sure is. Oh, well, now I can order one. These were right on my bookshelf. Yes. (laughs) That's perfect. That's perfect. But, but wait, wait, I think Carolyn, when's your book coming out? Oh, you know what? Because I'm home, it's just over halfway done and it will be coming out very shortly. Woo! I should be excited. I haven't had a chance today and this weekend with Easter and making it feel completely normal for the kids and doing what we normally do uh, with being out of church and everything. So that's kind of my focus this weekend. But once Monday comes around, 
every morning I've worked on it a little bit because I don't want to not get it, but it's over halfway done. I was just talking to Ted about it today. Um, I have several in the queue, but I went ahead. I had such a um, high demand of <laughs> messages when I started putting out all those declarations the last few months. Oh yeah. So I, I formed them into a book, but I wrote on each declaration That's and cool. I attached a verse and then I wrote a, a couple pages on it. And then I attached a prayer for women to say, to stand on about certain topics. That's awesome. So just to defer, my husband thought you had put out a coloring book. Um, <laughs> so thank you for dispelling the myth. In fact, it is not. Oh, Pastor Phil, <laughs> since I'm not my husband, <laughs> I will be kind. Hey, Brooklyn, bring me that. Uh, a couple good please. ones, too. Right there Obviously, anything, uh, Faith and Dino Adepo. Anything they have on faith, it'll build you up. I need it. Sorry. These are a couple right now. off the bookshelf. So those are good ones too. Okay, I'm gonna do it again. These are some yeah. good ones. Oh, you uh, know Adepo what? and phrase. Madeline. Oh, where are you? Can you go <laughs> grab that book next to my bed, please? Thanks, oh, someone just said, Carolyn. Somebody from our church just said, awesome. I have an album on my phone that's full of just your declarations, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. That excites uh, me. But but yeah, that that's the thing is I got a ton of feedback when I just started doing those like four or five devotions and I'd pop them up went Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and everyone's like, please put them in a book. Well, I didn't want to just put the declarations in a book. I wanted to expound on them because I want people like, I'm big on, on talking about getting the, the revelation of what, thank you, baby, getting the revelation of what the word is saying about that topic. Cause we can say that. all day long, I will honor my husband. I will be a wife of, you know, honor, whatever you want to say. But if nobody has an understanding of what the word God says about right. how we need to honor our husbands, despite if they're a charmer or not, you know, that's, that, that's, <laughs> That's the kicker right there that most women are like, oh, yeah, if he's buying me flowers and getting me out and this and that, it's so easy to honor him. But it, it doesn't say that. So yeah. so that's what I take the, the declarations and then I'm, I'm expounding on them and giving verses, scripture to back it up and then a prayer for women or and like a confession prayer that they can say awesome. and, and grab hold of. Oh, and I uh, can't wait until it's finished. It sounds fabulous. And let's just say, let me just go through the list. Yeah. Pastor Rhonda, but you could also peruse the books, No More Hurt, God Cannot Lie, Victory Every Day, His Daily Work. Should I continue? So there are so many <laughs> I awesome am writing the next things. One. What? Say that again? I am Pastor writing the next one. Yay! There's so many great Do you have stuff. a title yet or is it a secret? It's okay. No, it's, it's called, I think it's going to be entitled maybe this time. Um, okay. That's the enemy's ploy is Maybe this time I can get them because he goes just far enough off waiting for a more opportune time. Right. Yeah. When he thinks your guard's down or something, yeah. or you're not focused on it, you're not busy. And then he exactly. goes to sucker punch you. Yeah. But it's always so fun to cut his neck and Isn't bust it? out. I love it. It's the gator killer. It's the gator killer. Did you see the snake I killed the other day? <laughs> no. I heard about it. Yeah. Seriously, that's awesome. With a machete. 
<laughs> Whoa, Carolyn. Yeah, well, it was in my garage and Ted was brave. I just think he was like trying to be braver for me, but I was on the ground looking for it and all this stuff. And then I, it, it, it came out real fast and it was a good like four feet long. And Ted had the shovel and I was like, take the shovel to its neck because he was like, let's just get out of the garage. And I'm like, no, we are killing the snake. And so that's Brooklyn's for her doll. Okay, when I'm done. And so uh, he gets the shovel on the snake, but it's more like in the middle of his body and it was a flathead shovel. So it wasn't like doing anything, but the snake was getting mad and coming up. And I was like, what am I? And I'm like screwing in the garage. The kids and the neighbor kids are in the driveway watching me. And I'm like all hyped up on adrenaline. And I was like, last night I moved Ted's machete to the top shelf in the garage because the kids play in the garage. (laughs) So all of a sudden I found it and I take it out of its sleeve and I'm like, and I did it. started feeling like a little angry with what was going on in the world and I was like it's a snake and it represents the devil in front of me and like all these things and I started like sorry Summer I'm sorry I started like it was some like murder mystery show where like the guy pops back up and then and then the, the, the person like just keeps stabbing because they're like don't know what to do and Ted's like stop Machete and the snake, you're getting blood everywhere. <laughs> that is so awesome. It felt so good. It felt so good. So, That's so story ever. ever. So you're a I'm gator a killer gator in the house. wrangler and a snake killer. Yes, but you I won't the girl to have cockroaches. I won't. I won't cockroaches. I. It's, I have a really hard time with. Oh well, you're getting some love for that one, Carolyn. Um, thank you. Thank you. Any uh, final thoughts, ladies? Anything you want to share before we wrap this party up? Because I got places to be. Like, I'm, I'm a big deal and I got stuff to do, you know? I have a hot date with my husband. We've had good viewership. We've had about 60 women on. That's awesome. That's awesome. So good. This is great. Just, just know that this is going to be over soon and we're going to be better on the other side. Amen. Whatever is in us. When we get squeezed, is it shows our faith is only theory until it's tested. So let's yep. grow. Let's grow our faith in this time. Let's yep. use it to sharpen our machetes. <laughs> <laughs> I should start selling them at my product table for nonstop yes. machetes. <laughs> That's awesome. Right my logo on. to be with you i i missed out that i won't get to see you at camp meeting at the end of april but it it will be postponed to other dates just good. waiting for this stuff to lift good. so then i can be with you guys easier oh, good i summer, can't wait know? love it well why don't we uh, pray with the incredible people that are online with us right now and i do just want to thank you both so much for uh taking the time and i know you had to position kids and all that fun stuff and so thank you both so much um we just love you and just so appreciate everything that you're investing you know my heartbeat for the the christian community is that when we step out of this you know we give the world a reason to make church essential 
you know, that we display the power and the might of God to the world around us so that yeah. you know, when it all strikes, they don't question whether the church is essential. They run to the church because it's their lifeline. So absolutely. Amen. Said about, you know, let's build our faith during this time. Let's come out stronger on the other side and let's win people for Jesus. People yeah. are hungry. I mean, I'm praying with telemarketers when they're calling. I mean, people all over the world right now are, they are hungry. So we have it. And it's not fair to keep all this peace that we've just talked about, all this joy that we've talked about to ourselves. So let's pray. <laughs> Lord, thank you so much for this incredible night. God, I thank you so much for Pastor Rhonda and Carolyn. God, I just speak blessing over their home. And for everybody that's joined in and, and spent some time with us tonight, I pray that their faith was stirred, that they were encouraged, Lord. I thank you so much that they'll dig into the word like never before in order to get the victory that they deserve in this season. I plead and apply the blood of Christ over each one watching. I pray fear would be far from their home. I thank you so much, God, that you have plans to prosper each one of us, plans to, to not harm us, to give us a hope and a future. God, we stand on that tonight and I just speak a blessing and joy and supernatural peace over each one in Jesus mighty name. Amen. 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 All right, ladies, thanks so much for listening this week. I hope it helped with building your faith, giving you some extra scripture to stand on, making sure that we're ready for battle at all times. What does the Bible say about guarding our thoughts? You know, what does it say about um, uh, stuff that we've been standing on? And, you know, just like I talked about in the Zoom on Psalm 1, we are to be fruitful in all seasons. It doesn't matter what season it looks like outside of my window, what's going on. That's not determined. It's determined by what the Lord says, what the Word of God says. And it says that I will have manifestations and I will prosper in all that I do in each season. I love Psalm 1. Read it, write it down, pop it on your window, put it in your car, and realize we're not to go high, low, high, low. You know, what is this world economy doing now? Because that's not our source. God is our source. So ladies, be encouraged. And until next week, I love you. Have a great week. Uh, give me a shout out. I can... Um, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to share what you guys put out there. And I'll talk to you next weekend. Love you. Bye.